Welcome to the Holistic Psychiatrist Podcast, a place for inspiration, insight, and information on holistic mental health. Join your host, Dr. Alice Lee, and discover critical information on safe, effective psychiatric medication withdrawal. Explore new ideas that enlighten and expand the mind with cutting-edge authors and experts, along with former patients as they share their miraculous healing journeys. It's time to build your well-being from the thought up. It's time for the Holistic Psychiatrist Podcast. Here's your host, Dr. Alice Lee. Hello, and welcome to the Holistic Psychiatrist Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Alice Lee, the Holistic Psychiatrist practicing in Lehigh, Utah. Today, I want to introduce my topic for my podcast, which is the eight common reasons why supplements may produce negative side effects and how to manage them. This has been an ongoing challenge in holistic psychiatry that I've tried to address over the past 20 years of my practice and what motivated me to use energy testing so I can choose the best supplements that work for my patients. And today I want to share what I've learned over the years in this practical podcast. For those of you who are interested in learning more about my work, my website is holisticpsychiatrist.com. You can find out all about me there. My podcasts are listed there as well as many of my holistic updates and articles. Let's get started with the eight common reasons why supplements may produce negative side effects and how to manage them. The top number one reason is interactions with medications. For example, when you take nutritional supplements, and if they're working really well, functionally and health-wise, you're going to be improving, which means that you don't need your medications at the same dosage as you did when you first started the supplements. This results in more side effects that the supplements will cause for you because you're taking something that your body doesn't need. For example, if you were taking an antipsychotic medication, these are also called tranquilizers, and they're very good at creating sedation. So if you take a medication like an antipsychotic and you start taking supplements and your body starts to heal, you might feel more tired on the antipsychotic medication. This might happen with other sedating medications such as benzodiazepines or mood stabilizers. The number two reason why people may develop negative side effects to a very helpful supplement is because of prior exposure to medications. After taking a medication for many years, your immune system will get hypersensitized, not only to the medication, but to the neurotransmitter system in which that medication is affecting. And sometimes, even though an individual might need, for example, serotonin support, after years of being on a serotonin reuptake inhibitor, such as Zoloft or Prozac or Lexapro or Celexa, and they notice that when they start taking serotonin support, that they feel more anxious. It's not because they don't need serotonin support. It's because the immune system gets triggered when serotonin levels go up because the immune system has become hypersensitized to the serotonin receptors or serotonin reuptake pumps. So what happens in these types of situations is that the energy medicine techniques can help with decreasing hypersensitivity or allergic reactions to certain supplements. This can also happen if a person has smoked a lot of marijuana and has developed a hypersensitivity reaction to the endocannabinoid system. In this types of situation, 
the person will have a negative reaction, for example, to CBD oil. And of course, they can have a hypersensitization to their own endocannabinoid system, their own innate endocannabinoids. With this type of situation, it's best to use energy medicine techniques to try to mitigate or lower the hypersensitivity reactions to the own innate system and then try to rebuild that system as best as one can. The third reason why people may have a negative reaction to supplements is the most common one that people think of when they take supplements, and that is their body's not absorbing them. So this has a lot to do with the GI system, the gastrointestinal tract. If the gastrointestinal system is unable to really absorb nutrients because of hypersensitization to certain common foods that the person has been eating or problems with digestion due to prolonged problems with enzymes, for example, then when you take supplements, you might have diarrhea, you might have stomach aches, those kind of things. The best way to get around this problem would be to use highly absorbable supplements. And the most absorbable are the liquid ones. The powders are the second. The third would be something like capsules and then tablets. The more you can use absorbable nutrients, the less you might run into GI problems. That's why I think it's very important for people to actually pick the right supplements that are highly absorbable. And to do that, you might want to register for full script on my website so that you can have access to professional grade supplements and actually get supplements that have the amounts that the labels on the bottle says you're supposed to be getting. The fourth reason why people may have negative side effects to supplements is that they're taking the wrong forms. And this is especially important for B vitamins because the B vitamins need to be activated. A lot of them need to be activated before they can really fully work in their body to help with methylation, detoxification, accessing genetic information. All of these different things or activities with the B vitamins can be facilitated by using professional grade supplements because the professional grade B complex supplements are already, most of them are activated forms of B vitamins because they take into consideration that a lot of patients have genetic SNPs. These are genetic conditions that interfere with a person's ability to activate those B vitamins. Another way in which you can tell that the B vitamins may not be doing as much work or the person is deficient in B vitamins, for example, is another reason, is when homocysteine levels are high. Homocysteine is a molecule that you can check on any lab. And if it's elevated, it actually causes a higher vulnerable state to cardiovascular problems. So it's one of those target molecules that people look at to see if a person has been methylating properly. But in any event, you can use B vitamins and use them in the activated forms to get around the issue of not feeling well in supplements when you're taking B vitamins that are in the wrong form. The fifth reason is too much at once for your body to handle. This is especially true for people who are taking very high doses of nutritional supplements in in just very small areas. So it's not kind of a broad-based supplement regimen, but like they're taking three supplements, but in really high doses or something like that. In those situations, it might be better to take smaller amounts or divide the doses into two separate doses so your body will be able to absorb it more easily. 
I find that this might be a problem more for like things like essential fatty acids, things that may be a little bit harder to absorb. Another thing that might be helpful would be starting with whole food supplements, things like greens powders. You can use superfoods like freeze-dried organic acai powder or goji powder. All of these different powders have very high antioxidant values, and yet they're very close to whole foods. So using those might be an easier way to start for some people who can't handle unique supplements in high doses. The sixth reason that I want to cover is that supplements have been taken in the wrong order or taken prematurely before the body is able to handle the nutritional supplement. One of the key takeaways I got from one of my conferences is to support the mineral status of the body before you introduce essential fatty acids. It's something that my energy testing has actually supported prior to me hearing about that at a conference. And so nowadays, I do try to start with good vitamin and mineral supports before I introduce essential fatty acids. If you introduce essential fatty acids prematurely, sometimes it can cause oxidative stress and more anxiety to the body. The seventh reason why the supplements might have a problem in some people when they get started is if you have very high levels of certain nutrients already. This, I think, is something I just am starting to appreciate more here in Utah since I moved here back in 2020. Here in Utah, there's a huge history of a copper mine, Kennecott Copper. And so I wonder about the copper levels in people who live, you don't have to live next door to the copper mine, but having a big, huge copper mine and the way copper is being processed and things like that, there may be different ways in which the environment can introduce, for example, higher levels of copper in the body and into the environment, into the water. So extra copper, I've discovered, can interfere with how your body absorbs zinc and iron. And usually what you would do if a person's copper levels are high is you would start by providing them with some zinc, additional zinc, to bring those copper levels down. And one of my favorite supplements for doing that is zinc methionine. Douglas Laboratories makes a product called OptiZinc 30, 30 milligrams of zinc methionine. And the methionine is very good for methylation. And the zinc can be absorbed nicely when it's chelated to an amino acid like that. Also, when you have extra copper in the body, it's sequestered in the liver. Oftentimes, it's hard to tell that copper levels are elevated, but the liver can be damaged by extra copper. And also, people may have a hard time absorbing iron because of that. The eighth reason why individuals might have a problem with supplements is, believe it or not, one's personal attitude towards supplements. I had a very interesting experience in the past with a patient who strangely did not respond to any supplement, even vitamin C. Normally, when a person would hold anything that's good for them, their energy state will go up. And you can notice that in how much stronger they are in terms of their muscle testing. But what happened with this particular patient was that she would go weak or would be at the same level of strength with all supplements. And it was very strange with her. And so I wondered in one session whether it's because of her attitude towards the supplements. So we worked on that and we tried to switch her attitude towards the supplements. And sure enough, when her attitude was consciously switched from a kind of resistant attitude to a positive one, when she held the supplement, she 
did respond properly to the energies that supplement and she became very strong with her muscle testing. Now, what happened is that her sister, who was observing it in the session, said to her in a very kind of judgmental way, see, I told you it was your attitude that has affected your response to the supplements. And I could feel her reaction to that comment. And we checked, we did the energy testing once again to see her reaction to the supplement that she had just tested positive with. And sure enough, her reaction to that supplement switched back to a weak response. So once attitude towards supplements does cause either a blockage or receptivity to the benefits of the supplements, it's always good to receive supplements with the proper attitude in order for them to work well. So these are the eight different reasons I wanted to mention. Let me just go over them again. One, interactions with meds. Number two, hypersensitivity to the supplement due to prior exposure to medications. Number three, it's not as absorbable as you need them to be. Number four, they're not in the activated forms that you need because of genetic SNPs. Number five, there's too much going in at once for your body to handle. Number six, it's taken prematurely, not in the right order. And so you just need to wait until your body's able to handle it. Number seven, it's blocked by high levels of a particular thing. And so when you take a multivitamin mineral, it's not going to work for you because some of the levels are already too high in your body. And number eight is personal attitude towards these supplements. So these are all very common reasons why supplements are not working well and may cause side effects. And I hope I've made it pretty clear for you and that you've been able to benefit from this podcast. So I want to thank you for listening and I hope that you've enjoyed it. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe to this podcast for more amazing information and please give a positive rating to help spread the message. Subscribe to my website, holisticpsychiatrist.com for more wonderful stories and insights from my holistic practice and where you'll find links to all my social media platforms. If you wish to integrate high quality nutritional supplements from reputable sources and you want to support my holistic psychiatry practice, please register for Fullscript's uh, free online dispensary that helps keep you supplied with the industry's largest catalog of professional grade supplements. And it's available on my website under the products tab. So I wish you all to have a good week and hope that you'll come back for more stories and insights in my next podcast. Thank you and have a great week. Bye-bye. The content provided by this podcast is for informational purposes only and has not been approved by the US FDA. This podcast is not intended to provide personal medical advice, which should be obtained from a medical professional. An ironic media production. Visit us at ironicmedia.com.